Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi ta'ala wa barakatuh. Welcome back to the airwaves of the voice of the Cape 91.3 FM stereo with the education in the program with your host this evening, Ridwan Ahmed and Yasira Adonis. And alhamdulillah, certainly has been an interesting discussion with Dr. Yusuf Lalkan. But as I said earlier on, if you as the listener would like us to address any topical issue uh, with Dr. Lalkan, educational psychologist, uh, you can speak to our producer and that is Zarina Jacobs on the number 021 double four two three five double zero and Zarina will then make sure that we put that on our production inshallah but moving on to the next segment of the education in our program it says in july 2015 the first seeds were planted at a newly established sustainable food garden at the greenlands primary school in bishop lavis with almost 1000 learners from impoverished households the school has taken ownership of the food garden in order to use its produce for school feeding scheme which will benefit both learners and the local community. Now in studio to share with us a bit more about this particular project we have the managing director at Urban Harvest Edible Gardens and that is Ben Getz. Ben, a very good evening to you. Good evening to you. Thanks for having me. Uh, it's a pleasure. Thanks for uh, coming into studio and having the chat with us and um, our listeners. So firstly, tell us a bit more about Urban Harvest Edible Gardens. So Urban Harvest is a social enterprise which I established uh, almost 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. To date, we've set up 277 food gardens around Cape Town. Um, these are food gardens in private residences, hotels, restaurants, um, and then specifically community projects in schools around Cape Town. Mm-hmm. And uh, you say so, obviously, you know, you've identified that there was a need for this. And uh, is there a benefit then to, I mean, you say in private homes, you're saying in schools, community, is there a benefit to this particular project? Absolutely. Um, uh, there are a lot of different benefits, particularly uh, talking about Greenland's primary school um, and, and the other school projects. There's a lot of benefits. The, the obvious one um, is uh, is organic, fresh organic food. Mm-hmm. Um, the food that's harvested from the garden goes directly into the feeding scheme. Um, and it's not, uh, you know, it's packaging free, travel mile free, chemical free fresh fresh food that the children are are getting to eat on a daily basis so that's uh that's nourishment for the tummy but i i'm more excited really about the the other kinds of nourishment the nourishment for the mind and the mm-hmm. nourishment for the soul and the heart the the experience of growing the food um learning um how to grow the food and 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 the children literally getting their hands dirty and learning valuable lessons uh, life lessons <coughs> like uh, for example uh, you reap what you sow Mm-hmm. Um, simple, simple, old school, um, <laughs> old school uh, uh, lessons that that um, that are necessary. Okay, I wanted to ask Yasira for a very quick comment. Shukran, uh, Duran. I'm I'm just so fascinated with the fact, you know, because we've always had this innate need for, you know, all of us to have a garden, especially at school, given the the poverty that has taken place, given the fact that our learners, you know, come to school just to literally eat, and until until they've eaten, they don't function for that entire day. Correct. Now, you know, if you're looking at children, and you're looking at life skills, um, this in itself is uh, 
you know, some kind of form of self-sustainment should, you know, they leave. Um, even at home, they can start their own vegetable gardens and then, you know, sustain themselves. So it's a sustainable project, not only at school for that moment when it started, but literally until, you know, it's one, it's the, another old saying, give a man a fish, feed him for the day, teach a man to fish feeding for a lifetime. So, On that note, we're going to go for a quick ad break and when we come back, we'll continue with the program called Education in Daba here on The Voice of the Cape. Join us at the 2015 DSTV Mitchell's Plain Festival at the Westridge Gardens in Mitchell's Plain from Friday the 27th to Sunday the 29th of November. More than 140 food, fashion and fun stalls. See the Navy, Army, Air Force, SAMS and Military Police displays. More than 50 local entertainers, artists and comedians live on stage. Thrilling carnival rides win prizes valued at more than 1 million rand including trips on the blue train and flights to America. Free Navia hampers to the first 15,000 fully paying patrons. Entry fees only 22 Rand for kids under 12 and 44 Rand for persons over 12. Pensioners and children under 6 enter for free. No illegal drugs, weapons or alcohol allowed. Strict security. Buy your tickets now at CompuTicket, ShopRite and Checkers and stand a chance of winning great prizes. The DSTV Mitchell's Plain Festival, 27 to 29 November, Westridge Gardens, Mitchell's Plain. Call 021-391-0140 for info. Have you helped quench the thirst of your Muslim brother? Sponsor a water well for only 9,500 rands in Africa or a borehole for just 40,000 rands as a means of sadaqah jaria for a deceased loved one. Africa Muslims Agency has built over 15,000 water wells and boreholes in Africa. Special monthly payments can be arranged to suit you. Contact Africa Muslims Agency now on 021-699-0545. Or donate online at Africa Muslims Agency. That's Africa Muslims Agency. The agency that cares. Live from Cape Town, this is the voice of the Cape. The voice of the Cape. The voice of the Cape. Welcome back to the program called Education in Daba here on The Voice of the Cape 91.3 FM Studio. And if you have just joined us, we're chatting edible food gardens. Now we have in studio with us the Managing Director for Urban Harvest Edible Gardens, and that is Mr. Ben Getz. Um, and we're saying, we're chatting about the issue around Greenland's primary school situated in Bishop Levis in Noitgedag. But we were chatting around the issue, you know, that you're saying, um, you know, there's, there's 277 food gardens in and around Cape Town already. It's not only for schools, but for private residences. So it can up, go up any, almost anywhere. Now, Yasira, you almost then concluded with by saying, you know, it's like this old cliche by saying, if you teach a man to fish, you feed him for the day. Uh-huh. You give now a man. You give him fish. Man. You feed him for a day. If you teach him to fish, you feed him for a lifetime. Correct, yeah. Now let's get <coughs> back to Ben quickly and say, so apart, how has the program been with Greenland's primary school? Um, it's been exemplary, really uh, one of our flagship projects. Um, at the beginning of this year, the school, Greenland's Primary, took the initiative to put together a proposal of their needs, uh, really a business proposal, and they presented that to ShopRite. Um, ShopRite then 
Um, and, and one of their main concerns was the feeding of the, the learners, the mm-hmm. feeding scheme, and, and the school wanted support for that. So ShopRite approached Urban Harvest to help them to realize this um, uh, this program. Um, and, and one of the successes of the garden um, and this particular program has been the partnership between the the school the school community, um, ShopRite, and Urban Harvest. That the, the collaboration and the communication um, has been exemplary. We we had six parents from the community helping us to build the garden, um, which was really fantastic. And yeah. so there's even a broader picture than only you know the edible garden. It brings about an involvement of the community. It brings about partnership and ownership. Yeah, Sira, I think you had a question earlier. Correct, Ridwan. Um, you know, and, and I'm just getting becoming more intrigued by this. Um, even the parents in the community. So how can they assist others in the community to build the garden? And then, you know, how do we harvest things? But, you know, you being an, an enterprise, you're teaching entrepreneurial skills, you are giving, you know, free of charge, your time, your skill, um, you know, and bringing in labor as well. What would you think is the most sustainable vegetables or things to grow in any community, um, especially where food is is the main source of, of neglect, I would say, for these youngsters? Well, um, of course, a, a good starting point is to pl- well, we have to plant seasonally. Um, that's an obvious one, and we also would start by planting food that the particular community is um, familiar with and and enjoys. Um, we also then want to plant things with, which are high high nu- have high mm-hmm. nutrition. Um, but beyond that, for me. Education is an important part of the garden, and it's mm. not just education around the garden. It's also education about food and food preparation and eating healthy. So um, we like to introduce uh, slightly different vegetables, and by different, I mean for one community, eggplant might be very different. For another community, it might be very familiar, but mm. um, that's just one example. So, of course, we plant all the stock standards, the uh, the cabbage, the broccoli, the cauliflower, leeks, onions, um, lots of different um, – because we're, we're planting uh, organically, we're using natural farming principles, it's important to have diversity in the garden that helps keep the soil healthy. It also brings color and fragrance. Um, and, and just one other aspect that I'd like to say, uh, talk about is just the beauty. I think that that's something that's overlooked a lot, uh, particularly in schools where there's you know, there's so much yeah. to manage. How yeah. how can you bring beauty into the mm. school? And I think that that's part of the education is inspiring the learners, but not just the learners, the the staff, the neighbors, the community, um, uh, greening the space and, and making something very beautiful. At Greenlands in particular, the garden is a mandala design. That's almost like a labyrinth design. So it's right. not okay. only productive, but very beautiful. Okay, yes, sir. And okay. And now I want to just ask um, Ben just to, to remind our listeners that we have in studio with us Mr. Ben Getz, who is the managing director at Urban Harvest Edible Gardens. And we're chatting about the relationship uh, with Greenland's primary school in Bishop Levis in Nooit Gedacht. Now, how can other schools who are interested, how could they, you know, become involved uh, in this particular project? Um, well, the best the best way for other schools to get involved is for them to have their own vegetable gardens. Um, one of the the key elements is that it's entirely local. The food from the Greenlands garden goes directly to the Greenlands feeding scheme, and and uh, we've had a lot of, of um, comments on social media and and a lot of positive PR around this project and others. And the general sentiment is every school needs to have a garden like this. So your question is, how do they? 
How can how, that happen? How can this? How can it happen? How can they either get on board with Urban Harvest, or how do they initiate their own kind of little thing? Yeah. So I think um, the big thing is um, there's no lack of desire uh, from the part on the part of the schools. Every school that's seen any other project that we've done um, is very inspired. They want to do it. The, the area where uh, where there's more support needed is from the corporates. So in this case, for example, I've mentioned Shoprite has very generously been involved um, on many levels to make this particular project happen, um, and we will be doing other projects with with Shoprite. But we would like to call on other corporates mm. um, at, as part of a corporate social responsibility or corporate social investment to help us to do what we love to do which is the installation and the maintenance and the training um, of, of but this products. is a, that's what I'm saying so you guys do the installation the yes. management and the training around this whole thing was yes. not like you're just going to start a, yeah. a, 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 a edible garden so certainly I want my question firstly then yes. is if there are any schools out there or educators who would be interested in becoming involved involved yes. with such a project yes. could they then make contact with urban harvest Absolutely. and say look what is the process you know how can you start how can you get us to start or initiate this particular process absolutely they more anybody is more than welcome to okay how do us. they what's your contact details um, well we've got the website which is www.urbanharvest.co.za or uh, you can find us also on Facebook um, and then uh, can email me ben at urbanharvest.co.za those are all, all practical ways of getting contact with us mm-hmm. okay now maybe just you know another question for for the school for example what would the cost implication be? Are there any costs or would it be better served, as you pointed out, to source, for example, a, a not a company, you know, but uh, some uh, corporate to really come on board and then see how they can, as part of their social responsibility, really contribute to the success of such a project? It's a very good question. The answer is both. Um, we need the, the corporate social investment to 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 set up uh, an appropriate infrastructure. We, we don't want to, uh, we want to set up beautiful gardens that have all the elements necessary for the sustainability. That includes automated irrigation and compost systems and earthworm farms and liquid fertilizer systems and, and a very well thought out design and fencing and all sorts of aspects so it 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 doesn't sound like it's a simple thing it it is simple but it requires um, it requires a significant initial investment in terms of what the school's responsibility is well it's day-to-day maintenance but also from the second year onwards the school has to um, come on board in terms of the ongoing Maintenance, maintenance, oh. but also funding. So, so, um, and and it's a small amount. You're looking at producing four to five. Depends on the size of the garden, but at Greenlands, it's going to be four to five tons of organic produce produced a year um, uh, out of a relatively small space. It's about 600 square meters, Um, but it will cost uh, the school around 5,000 rand a month from the second year onwards. Mm -hmm. Um, And so, the school is absolutely on board with us in terms of raising those funds um, from within the school community and that's important because the garden belongs to the school. Mm-hmm. So if there anybody out there that would be interested in either you know this edible gardens you could either go to www.urbanharvest.co.za or you could send Ben Gets the Managing Director an email at ben well to ben at urbanharvest.co.za Alternatively you could pop around to Greenland's 
primary school in Bishop Levis in Nooit gedacht and see what this edible garden looks like. Uh, just before you continue, I think during before you came, I spoke to Yasira. Uh, they attempted something similar. The challenge was, you know, that the community came and just uh, helped <coughs> themselves along. How so, do we deal with that? Because I'm glad you were saying when you spoke when you spoke of Greenlands, you mm-hmm. said you brought from the parents or six parents became involved in the project. But apart from that, I mean others are gonna come and harvest for themselves. Mm. Well, it's it's an interesting thing in, in ten years that we've been doing this and as I've said, over two hundred and seventy seven food gardens, we've had very, very, very minimal um vandalism of that kind. I, I think we've had sort of we had one project in top Tafelsich where people came and took some cabbages but for some reason we haven't had a lot of theft and I would like to believe that it's part of the community watching Mm. how much work is going into it I mean maybe I'm being idealistic here I (laughs) I realize that you know there is a lot of vandalism and and crime around um, but we haven't really experienced it and in this particular case the garden champion who is really one of the most important players in the whole project and that is one of the parents that helped us one of the six parents was chosen um, and this is the case at all the gardens that we have one person from the community who's there Monday to Friday looking after the garden and taking day-to-day full ownership and when we come on a regular basis to support that person in this particular case, uh, the person is is a neighbor. He lives at Denver. He lives right across the road, mm-hmm. and he's obviously invested on so many levels in the garden. But he's keeping an eye on the garden, and I, I believe that um, the children from the community are being fed. Even uh, you know the kitchen ladies. There's a lot of people who have already benefited from the garden, um, and I. Uh, I believe that that's maybe enough. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I think you use the word, and I think for me it's the whole issue around community ownership, you know, also taking ownership of the school and what takes place at the school. And I like the idea of, you know, the, the harvesting, which is generated or is really plowed back into the feeding scheme. Uh, well, whilst there may be uh, many other options, you know, for the schools available in terms of fundraising that they could be doing with the edible gardens. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I just maybe I don't know if you have any question or comment very quickly for Ben uh, but while you think of something let me just make an announcement quickly that is the Umara workshop uh, the Darul As'ad, uh, the Shukrul Mubin Mosque in York Road in Lansdowne. Uh, there's an offer of uh, Umrah classes free of charge. And this is on Saturday, the 21st of November. And that will be Maulana Ibrahim Karim uh, dealing with rules and etiquette of traveling. And uh, Maulana Abdurrahman Khan as well. Then on Saturday, the 28th of November, uh, Sheikh Yusuf Falanda will be there to deal with recommended sites in Medina, etiquette of downing the ihram and then on Saturday, the 5th of December, Maulana Dilawa Baba uh, will also be doing uh, the tawaf and the sa'i and the virtues and ex- excellence of Makkah. So this is, this is obviously a free Umrah workshop. And as we said, uh, presented by the Darul As'ad and taking place at the Shukrul Mubin Mosque in York Road in Lansdowne. Uh, it is at 11 uh, until 1 o'clock. As we're just reminding you that the cost is free of charge. For more information, you can contact Maulana Ibrahim Karim on 071-740-4396. Uh, ben, just any words in conclusion in wrapping up that you would like to share with our listeners? 
Um, yeah, I'd like to say <laughs> that it, it's it's really rewarding harvesting your own organic produce, and I would um, encourage everybody, be it at your school or at your home or at your business, to start growing your own food, even if it's just herbs. It's good fun and it's rewarding. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I'm gonna go with that one. Yes, here quickly. Quickly, just one question, Ben. You know, I'm I'm sitting and you're saying harvesting your own produce, etc. and so on. How do I know when an onion is ripe or a potato? Was ripe or leak or because I'm totally clueless. So there, there are a lot of questions, um, and I would say that's one one question. Um, I would say a good place to start would be to ask Google to actually get on online. There's lots of YouTube videos. There's lots of ways of checking. Uh, specifically, onions would take around five to six months, and you can actually see. Um, you can actually see the bulbs. Mm-hmm. Um, you can feel just the top of the bulb. And, and uh, a lot of the vegetables is quite obvious when you see a fully grown broccoli, it's ready. But the truth is um, you learn as you do um, and or you do some research. There's there's all the resources are out there for anybody to do this themselves. Awesome to be stuff. Honest. Awesome. Thanks very much. That's Ben Getz, the Managing Director, Urban Harvest. Uh, ben, thanks very much for your time. It's been a pleasure having you here on the program called Thank Education you. in Dubai here on The Voice of the Cape. So before I agree to, to note uh, SMS 0791 uh, requesting the contact details for Dr. Yusuf Lalkin. We will give those after the Walk of Maghrib, inshallah. Uh, ben, once again, a very big thank you to you and I bid you a very good evening. Thank you.